Street, you don't need makeup. City firm and stiff, nothing off your tape up. Pussy good like gold, make a key your drape up. Anything you want, a Tiffany's or Mount Jacob. Ring palm finger, me, I tell you straight up. Any breakup, I must break up to make up. Make up, every yeah, friend, bitch, I'm gonna shake up. She said, Ain't gonna be no other. Wow. We gonna talk about this album in a little bit. Shout out to Shan. I didn't even know Shan dropped the project, and shout out to her for. Getting the fucking king of dancehall. Big up, yo. Big up to the Jamaican. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Big up yourself. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you got an old man? <laughs> it's it's not even it's not even an old man, bro. Shit is just like a shit is like a heartache, bro. Mm. Yeah. All I'm gonna say is this uh, for the for the listeners and the viewers and you know people that's dating right now or people that's in relationships or people that is talking like you know uh figuring out what that looks like with whoever they're talking to or people who are in you know marriages i think it's important that for me at least you know just allow people to um have a safe space within you so that they can come to and talk about issues that you know maybe the world is not ready for maybe the world has already created spaces for them where they don't feel comfortable in talking about it. So, you know, whether it's through mediums of art or fashion or writing or, you know, even doing something with their hands, you know, you know putting something together or taking something apart, um, people just should be allowed to, you know, openly and honestly be themselves and not feel like they have to change if that makes them feel happy. They have to stop doing what it is that in a creative space is, you know, how you met them. It's 
just a different medium, another avenue, another conduit to how they express themselves. And it's unfortunate that um, I think I, I just not speak for myself, but I speak for a lot of black men, especially black men who identify as straight, black men who identify as, you know, heterosexuals, you know, whatever the term is um, these days. But, you know, men who, you know, openly and honestly, you know, live in their truth, walk in their truth, you know, and are just free in that. And it's not tied to sex. It's not tied to sexuality. It's not tied to what they're doing or what this person is not doing. It's not tied to a fad. It's not tied to an industry. It's not tied to a manufacturing company. It's not tied to a stigma. It's it's just them. You know, and I you know, I, I implore, you know, not just women, but particularly with black women to allow their men to be themselves and voice how you feel about that, how that makes you feel, you know, when they're with you in public or even when they're with you in private, but allow your black man to be his most honest, authentic, transparent self because you don't know how long it took for him to get there. I think that's powerful. I mean, I think that could apply in different in different ways and different mediums. So, um, and I think an important piece of what you said there was there are a lot of black men, especially in today's day and age, where Beyonce's internet has been telling black men basically they ain't shit and what they've been doing wrong, but not highlighting men that are doing right or the men are, that are being authentically themselves. Um, not highlighting those aspects. I think there's a lot of men that kind of feel like down and out or like even when they try to be who they are, um, they're not appreciated. And, you know, that is what people claim they want. Everybody to be truthful, everybody to be exactly who they are, and there'd be no consequence to that if there's no one else being hurt. But then when someone does it, you know, it, it seems to be not always well received. So I think that's an empower, a, a powerful piece and uh, probably a lot of men needed to to hear that. So um, all man for me, I don't know, man. Uh, my grandmother's been in the hospital for two weeks. Um, very, very severe illness that she's battling with. You know, I don't like to put too much personal stuff out in the, the air, but um, that is what it is. So that's been kind of, you know, something I've been dealing with and yeah, I think that might be partly, um, one aspect of things, but I just don't feel like myself uh, as of late. So mm. I don't know what that means. Um, like, I just feel like everything is hard. It's hard to exist, um, in today's day and age. It's like, everything is a battle. Everything is a fight. Nothing is easy. Nothing is just smooth. There's a bump in the road. Almost every every fucking day. Yeah, every day there's a there's a new challenge, um, and and not the challenges that you feel like you're growing from. It's just like why the fuck am I even dealing with this? This this there's nothing that comes from this other than this is annoying, this is extra, like everything from just trying to let me go pay a bill and then it'd be extra shit to that 
to let me just have a conversation and it's like damn you yelling fuck yeah like i just wanted to have a regular conversation how the fuck did we end up here or like yeah we we disagree on this but it's not that deep so honestly oh (laughs) you said it brother honestly like i'm just keeping it a stack with the audience i don't want nobody worrying but i just i i don't feel like me and i feel like i just feel like it's every day has been a struggle every single day and i don't know why i mean well, I do know why. The world is in a fucking crazy-ass, terrible place. Real crazy place. Uh, and we'll talk God. a little bit about that. But, um, yeah, I think that's my all man. So, you know, prayers to my grandmother. Um, prayers to my God. I hope that maybe next week, by next week, I have some better news for, for everybody. I could let y'all know, you know, she's in a better position um, than right now. But, yeah. Yeah, let's let's uh get off of some of these somber topics and get into the real shit. Uh, Wallow and Gilly, wow. shout out to those those brothers. Wow. Um, Yesterday's price is not today's price. I tell you that shit. After that clip, yeah, I'm I'm locked in in a different way now. Yeah. So if y'all aren't familiar, million dollar worth of games. They're, they they've had two different niches in yeah. podcasting yeah. since their inception. In the beginning, it was them. It was this woman and it was another dude they all sat on the couch and they like they would they would interview upcoming rappers right and then they would just have like hot topics right they got picked up by barstool right and ever since then their focus has been on getting like the hottest artists right when something controversial happens or comes out. And I don't know how the fuck they get it yeah. and do it, but they, it seems like any time. really do get because even the interview with fucking um, with, with Capella, that was a spicy-ass interview. I don't know if people got the chance to see that. I was like, oh, but I was talking about some it, spicy shit. It seems like any time somebody is in some shit, right. they right there with them in the shit. They end up for a million dollars. I don't right. know how it, it works right. out that way. Right. And as you know, Durko has been... Like, there's been a lot of shit. The most recent, I think we spoke about it last week, was yeah. NBA Youngboy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I spoke about it last yeah. week. Yeah. NBA Youngboy yeah. and their beef, their back and forth. Um, So he had Durko on there, and they spoke about a couple of interesting things. Uh, One thing was Wallow uh, talking to him about letting shit go. I'm going to play that clip because yeah, I got that, it. that clip is so pivotal. I mean, that, that clip is so timely for the culture and state of the black man in this world where it's being it's been reiterated over and over and over and over again on how much we kill each other or how much the news promotes that we kill each other. But it it it, it takes Wallow did time, y'all. If if y'all know that man so that man did some time. So for him to get that I think he did a twenty piece, right? Yeah, he did like a twenty 25, 27. It's crazy to see because he does not look like he served a day in prison. He looks good for his age. He's a uh, very intelligent and he and you know spent a million dollars worth again. And that right there, that is why their podcast is named that. That little clip right there that we're about to play in a few seconds. That is worth million dollars worth of game right there. For real. Get it. You know, I got a TED talk. I forgave my brother's killer. And I'm saying it to say this. Nigga that killed my brother. My my brother died in my grandma's arms. Crazy. In that fucking house that we grew up in. Nigga shot my brother. He ran to the fucking, he ran to the house. He died in Nanny Hall when she opened the door. So I'm telling you this some real shit, man. If, if I ain't let that shit go, I won't be right here today. I won't be here for my niece and my nephews. Man, Gil won't be doing this. Y'all won't know me. I won't be able to get y'all this game. 
That's one of our more powerful I blacks. Leave, I had to let that shit go. Damn, when I let that shit go, nigga, I started to grow. Like this. Damn. Yeah, man. Wow. I mean, I think this is another thing that black men need to hear, man. I don't know. The summer's around the corner. Gas oh. prices is crazy. And the hood about to get even crazy. And the hood about to get. This is going to be the first real summer of niggas being outside. In, a more, in like two years. And the winter has been wild. Win- niggas have been this bugging out. This has been the realest the winter. winter too. Yeah, this has been the realest. Niggas winter. is finding torsos. Yeah, on Linden, in in New York City, niggas is is throwing shit in people's faces. I don't know. I saw that and I was like, oh, niggas have literally lost their mind. Like they lost their mind. Yeah, nah, it's over. It. It's yeah. over. Yeah. And so, this summer might be hot. No, 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 might about it. My fault. Will this be. summer will be hot. Will be. I advise everybody to go to. Family barbecues, uh huh, and chilling in in their own house. Do not go to no parties. Don't even go to church like that neither. Just pick and choose. You, you can't go nowhere. It's gonna be hot. Pick and choose. But in 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 the light of what Wallow is saying, yeah, we're going to see some shit, and it's gonna be people getting into shit, and y'all gonna have to let some shit go. I think it's so important, too, that, yo, like, I heard a great poet once say, like, we, we're we going to be battling and arguing over, you know, streets and colors long after we're gone. Like, is that is that what y'all really want to do? The streets and colors that are going to be here after we pass. For, they're going to be here longer than we actually see this life. So it's like, do you actually want to live? Like, like, really, like, do you actually want to live, not live to stay alive, like live to actually live and, and go places and see your children grow up and, you know, not have to worry about if your child is going to bury you. And, you know, what I mean, worry about if you wear this particular color in this hood, what the effect is going to do, because you feel like you from the streets and nothing's going to happen. Like, do we always want to have that mentality? y'all? Like, for real, like I'm being honest, man, like a lot of that, even growing up. A lot of that was something that I was exposed to at a young age, but I never like told myself or never like felt like the urge to do it. Even when I could have been on that shit with my friends when I was in elementary school, or even when I went to junior high school. And I think that's why my mom fought so much to get me and my other siblings to go to Catholic and private schools. Cause she was afraid because she saw, she was a visionary from back then. She saw the dangers that that could put on a young, you know, uh, black man's life on a young, uh, uh, teenage girl's life. And so many of my other friends, you know, they went the other way. You know what I mean? Like I've been to funerals, you know what I mean? Like I've been to the hospital, you know, where my friends have gotten stabbed and almost lost their life. So it's it's crazy to to even think that, you know, what Wallo was saying is, it's like the same old song, bro. It's like it's like the the killings, is you know it's like the music you hear on the radio, and then the music on the radio is not better. The music on the radio, the majority of it is also promoting the same shit. It's like you can't escape it. It, it's like you can't escape it, and it and it just feels like. People have gotten to the point where since they can't escape it, they embrace it. And word. Like word. it's normal. Like they want it to be normal. Like, yeah, nah. So and so got killed the other day. That's not normal. We're not supposed to be sitting here acting like that's regular. Like, there there there's two stories on the docket. A nineteen year old who was on the phone with his mom and got shot. Yo. Unintended target. Yo. So you telling me I can't be 
I can't get lost. And apparently he got lost. He got lost and called his mom like, yo, I don't think I'm in the right spot. And then got shot. Car pulled up and shot him. Wow. Another person got shot at their school. Yeah, the basketball game. I'm like, basketball game. Fuck? Yo, what are we doing? Basketball game, dog? I don't know. So y'all just getting access to guns and then just saying, I'm going to just run up and just do whatever I do with it? Right. I'm going to just run up and dun them. I don't know, man. I I can't. I, I, I'm I really feeling like, yo, fuck it. I just need a new planet at this point. I don't really want it. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this shit. Like, there's just too many people who have super opposite views of what I think life should be like here on Earth. You know what I mean? Like, it feels... Like niggas is just out here like they want smoke. They it's been feeling like that since COVID, Civil War. Now we looking at World War Three. This well, this is World War Three. That it is, it is. Uh, when that news reporter got R.P. to the, I mean, we're gonna get to the positive. R.P. to the American news reporter who was killed the other day in in, in Ukraine. And typically that means something. That, that, Letting y'all know that typically that ain't something that that you know America's not taking that lightly, right? Because you know there's always retribution for that. Especially that. They I mean, always get paid. I mean, the reporter got killed by the Saudi Arabian prince, and it was an issue. So, we're going to get to that, We're going to get to that. All right, P. Um, so, Gilly yes. also did an interview on his own. Okay. And he spoke about how he's been married 24 years. Okay. Shout, shout out to Gilly. Because uh, Gilly's a wild guy. Shout out to his wife. He is wild. But so, yeah. I'm going to let the clip play. Um, but it says the the headline is she never craved for attention. So we're gonna get into that. I know some of our mm. female listeners already like what the fuck that mean. Mm. Let's get into it. My wife been through everything with me. My wife went to jail with me. You know mm. what I mean? When I got locked up with the weed, my wife went to jail with me. My wife sat in jail for ten days. You feel what I'm saying? Wow. So and wrote me a letter from one from her jail to my jail and told me. You know, don't be stressing. Price, we gonna be all right. If we gotta do, if I gotta do two years, I could do that. You know what I'm saying? So for me, my wife ain't never said she was a bad. Bitch. Mm. I ain't never heard. My wife don't even speak like that. And and the reality of it is, not just in my eyes and people eyes. My wife is one of the most beautiful women that ever walked the planet yeah, Earth. My Jeez. wife. My wife always had modeling opportunities mm-hmm. for big companies and never even wanted to do it. That never even, right, right, right. I don't have no this passion to be. Right. She w- never was craving for the she attention. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, no, nah, I don't really, that's not my thing. I mean, for me, my... Dude, so, sh- 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 just really quick, shout out to a black man for acknowledging his wife. Let's just start there, because that's a lot, bro. I do have a question, though. Yeah. Because I do feel like there is... Some people could pick up on some problematic language there. Oh, okay, okay. Um, And I do want to ask the question, do men want women who get attention but don't crave it? Because that's what I think the root of what he was trying to say is, is that uh. there are women who get attention... right. And by naturally being dumb. Right, just being outside, being beautiful. But they don't do anything to crave attention. Right. And we could act like that doesn't exist, but it does. We know that there's men and women that, that do shit. Yeah. When niggas pull out a spread of money and they throw it all on IG, they looking for attention. When That's true. Certain 
women do certain things. I'm not going to pigeonhole myself and get caught up in whatever. When they do certain things, we all look at it and say, this is for some type of attention. However, we don't want to get that confused with Mm -hmm. people who are just like, maybe she's a model and this is her job. So she posted modeling pics on IG and people would sometimes say, oh, well, she's craving attention. Nah, this is how she's getting her bread. So I can't really say she's craving attention in that capacity. But does it seem like men want women that naturally get a lot of attention but don't crave it? And then what's the line? Because that's where I think the issue actually comes from. It's a very good question, big bro. I think that um, I think from just a man who loves women, do I think women, do I think men want women who crave attention? No, but I also feel like women don't want a man that's not being sought after either. Mm. So I feel like we battle with this seesaw thing where it's the girl likes the guy that she knows all these other girls like, but the guy likes the girl that he knows all the dudes like, but he feels like out of the dudes he could get. I don't think the girl puts as much energy into thinking she can get the guy than the guy's actually thinking about getting her. Like, I feel like the ego was more, if the guy gets that woman now that all these other dudes he sees wants, he just feels like there's something about him that's different, that he could do it versus the girl that is wanting him or she feels like he's beautiful and she's craving him. The energy, I feel like, is different because her energy might not be solely based on lust, but his energy might be solely based on lust. Especially if you're looking at chicks on the gram, like a lot of niggas do, like I do sometimes. Like I've said this, I think last year or the year before, like I, I literally just followed pages, the hoping and thinking one day I'm a fuck. And a, part, a part of me feels that way too, still to this day. <laughs> not gonna lie, just, just be honest. And I think it's because men, a lot of us are visual. However, you know, there's sophisticated brothers like XAB and myself. We also sophisticated. Like, we like a nice, decent conversation, especially if, if you're talking that shit where it's like it's, it's got us thinking and not with our dicks, with our, like, minds, like, wow, like, okay, like, she's, like, into that or I didn't know that, you know? Like, we, we, we extra geeked out and open. If you could teach us some shit, we didn't even fucking know, you know what I mean? Especially some shit that we feel like we could apply to life. But, yeah, I think that men, I think we don't, readily want women um that are craved and then also too we don't want them to because we feel like we could fulfill the appetite that's my take on it i think that uh i think that men want women that they see other people want, but they don't know how to deal with that when it when it becomes a reality. When it's a reality that okay. it's like, yo, everybody wants this woman, then right. the ego comes in mm. and then it's like, oh, I can't handle the fact that there might be a man who has a million dollars in the bank that could take my chick. Or I think I'm coming up with a scenario where she could take my, he could take my chick. 
And now I'm in my feelings about it. So there becomes this weird balance of, oh, I want her to be sought after, but I don't want her to be sought after. So now we're in this weird space. You're right. You're right. I want I want every nigga to to look at me and be jealous of what I got on my arm. But I don't want every nigga looking at me looking at. <laughs> but I don't I don't have the ability to handle the fact that if there is everybody looking at my girl, that comes with a certain type of spice, it, caliente, it, and it, I don't know if I could do it. It does, and this how we about to get deep on the motherfucking podcast. This house is about to get crazy right now. You guys ready? All right, I'm ready. Let's go. The nigga that sees the bad chick that he wants, when he gets that bad chick, because he knows how niggas think, a part of him almost wishes he probably didn't think that way because he knows how deep that shit is for them, and he knows that if he was them, he probably would be thinking and doing the same shit. But now that he's with her, his mindset is, like, immediately protection, immediately I don't want to think that way. Or immediately, I'm going to have to fuck a nigga up. Versus before, you wasn't thinking about fucking niggas up. You just think about how to get this girl. It wasn't violent. It was just more on some, you think you could, you know, persuade her to like you just as much as you feeling like you are. Because I feel like, I feel like the energy, my, you know, personal opinion, I'm a man. I'm not a woman. I feel like a man's energy when he wants a woman it's very different than when a woman feels like she wants the man. I feel like the man is on some, like, king of the jungle, primate, territorial shit. A woman's just more like, I don't know, you know what I mean? I'm going to talk to him, and she might be, quote-unquote, weighing her options type shit. But when a man knows that he wants you specifically, that nigga's doing mad shit to get you. Leaps and bounce. Doing shit he probably would have never did for nobody else. And, and that'd be the confusing thing, because right. when a man does that... Uh-huh. But then, and he gets you, yeah. And he doesn't continue to follow through with that energy, as if as if he didn't just do all that, right? That shit is like an afterthought. I got you now. So now, you got women out here that's looking at you like it's not mathing. It's not math. It's not mathing. <laughs> right. So, Tom Brady. Wow. Tom Brady is not retiring. You know, I had a feeling that he wasn't going to retire, to be honest. That's, that's how you personally felt? I, I mean, when, they, when it led up to it, it just felt like he wasn't 100% sure right. that this was going to be the last rodeo. And then I felt like you got to the playoffs, so you got close enough that you almost got another ring. And I feel right. like he, his story, his fairy tale story ending is, let me win a ring. And then dip. And then dip. And it's crazy because I think that I think he would have he would have done the same thing if he would have won. This time he would have actually left for good. Yeah, I think he would have been done. If if he won, He's I think he would have been he would have been out of here. And and, and, and and what's crazy is him losing the last Super Bowl to him when he wins next year, he's probably he's he's gonna be he's probably gonna be a different be- Probably gonna be his best year of his entire NFL career because he's gonna do whatever it takes to get that ring. And it's so crazy going back to women. Niggas will do anything to get whatever it is that they want, especially if it's some girl that they like and they'll do. What are you gonna do to keep it, dog? And Tom Brady's basically saying, Yo, football is my everything. Football is my life. Like, this is my livelihood. 
And in order for me to leave on top the way I want, because I didn't leave on top, that game was a fluke. For him, probably, it's a fluke. It's, it's like, that's some sh- he don't want to think about ever again. Probably haunting him, talking about, yeah, my wife. It's haunting you, bro. You feel like you let you down on some Eric Thomas shit. You <laughs> let you down. Who let who down? You let you down. It's not what they, it's what, what you didn't do. It's what you, you didn't win. Um, child. Anyway, so. <laughs> and if you would have just fucking won, you could have bowed out gracefully. But just like the good brother was saying earlier, too. It's something about that ego. That's a fact. Yeah, he, he going back to the league on some on some gilly shit. It, it, it's something about the nigga ego. <laughs> it's something about the nigga ego that make a nigga want to do some fucking shit. That's a fact. So Tom Brady going back is not just for Tom Brady. It's I, for Tom Brady's ego. But I'm also here for it. I'm <laughs> here for it. I'm not going to... I am. I kind of... <laughs> I thought it was... <laughs> It felt like a more competitive league with him not in there, which is crazy to say one man leaving makes the, the field seem more competitive. Yeah. But I'm here for it. Like, if if they can, if he could get another ring, I mean, I don't know what else to say. FanDuel about to go up. And next year I'm joining FanDuel because of this now. Fuck it. Don't, say nigga, don't lose all your money. Right. I want to see what all the hype is about. I'm broke already, nigga. I ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> now, on the flip side of shit, right. the Seahawks traded Russell Wilson after <laughs> 10 years. With the team. Now, that was also some alarming This news. was some shocking shit Very in the NFL. News to me. I was like, what the fuck? What's, what's going on on that side of the fucking uh, NFL uh, Western Hemisphere? What's going on at the headquarters? I think that Russell, not only did he not see this coming, but I feel like a part of him is like, yo, um, are, are y'all okay? Like that's are, my question. Right. Are y'all okay? Because then they had like a meme circulating where it had uh Wilson from from Castaway right. and was like making fun of the fact that they just traded one of the top QBs in the league. Like, what are you talking about? Which lets me know and which goes back, you know, to it on a deeper level. You play for the team that at will can just move you. Nigga, this is, a, this is still a job, bro. And that tells me something wasn't right. Oh, yeah, something definitely wasn't right. Something whether wasn't it was, right. Whether it was paperwork, whether it was personality, whether it was him and his coach, whether it was him and his teammate, because we don't know all the facts, but I promise you, we will get all the facts. Nah, something wasn't right. There's no way you trade a franchise quarterback like that. Like that. And someone of his caliber. I mean, 10 years. That's 10 years, dog. He a principal at this point. So either Wilson said, y'all not doing what y'all need to do to keep me. I want out. Right. Or something wasn't right with him and the owners or him and the players or whatever. And there just needed to be a split. But there's no way that you do that and you trade them to the Broncos. You don't do that. That's just that's just weird. I hope y'all know the next day. Actually, the same day he did have a conversation with Jesus. I'm telling you that shit right now. He just told him, yo, son, this ain't right. But you know I'm the truth, the way, and the light. It's going to all come to light, I promise. <laughs> Speaking of things coming to the light, we got to give a round of applause for Chris Brown. <laughs> Yo, y'all had my nigga looking crazy out here. Because everything you do is not amazing. <laughs> y'all was, was real iffy. Literally. Iffy. Y'all was trying to get Chris out of here. And I think we said about three weeks ago that this shit was not sticking. No. This wasn't it. Nope. Like, you got to understand something. Chris Brown shit was wild, though. When a nigga has been put under the spotlight for a particular thing several times, mm-hmm. 
at some point, especially at 32 or 33 years old, that yeah. whatever Chris is. Yeah, of his age, yeah, he's going to be about 34 this year. Yeah. Niggas will say, all right, you know what? We not doing that no more. Right. We not doing that no more. Right. I'm not going to put myself in any position or situation with no woman that right. is going to have potentially put me in my career at Jeopardy. I yep. have a son and a daughter now. Right. Chris Brown's whole outlook on parties and shit is probably going to be different after this one. This ain't this ain't the same. Oh, person. his outlook was different from a while ago because this isn't the first time something like this has happened True. to him. True that. And for those of you who don't know, uh, the young lady who had accused Chris Brown of rape. Mm-hmm. At Diddy's, uh, what was a part of uh, some some type of yacht party. Right, yeah, it was Diddy, him and her yeah. on a yacht. Right. Um, hundreds of people around, by the way. She then sent him a bunch of text messages and voice notes. <laughs> Or, or at least it may they may not be recent, but at some point she sent right. text messages and voice notes mm. that basically said, What's "I that, really that? enjoyed the sex mm-hmm. and I want it to happen I want again." It to happen again? Why are you ignoring me? Now, Chris Brown Dick put out a record called Iffy. If y'all don't know that, <laughs> contrary to popular belief, men deal with shit like this all the all time. All the time, and just to let y'all know. You ain't got to be Chris Brown level to deal with it because I know niggas right now that's not even on our level that's dealing with it. And I'm not saying that to exonerate anybody who does foolishness. What I am saying is there are a lot of times where a man will have a consensual situation with somebody Uh and wake up and get some type of message or some type of something that will make them be like, wait, did we have... The same. Did, this last night not the same thing as this morning? I don't understand what happened in between. We were good last night. We're not good today. And a lot of times it's contingent on might be some other shit going on. Right. Might be she think dealing with somebody else. Or might be she angry at you about something else. And sometimes, I'm not saying that this is overly common, but sometimes what a woman will do to a nigga is accuse him of some shit that would just stain him forever. Stain him forever. I'm going to just leave it right there. <laughs> I'm going to leave because I... Uh, so it's already muddy water. We're going to leave it right there. We got to leave it right there. A shout out to Chris Brown. I'm looking forward to the music this year. That's all I have on that. Back to you, XAB. <laughs> now, I, I'm not exonerating this brother. We'd like to see what uh, happens with him. But Tory Lanez has dropped a new track uh, dissing Partisan Fonte. Um, you want me to play a snippet? Yeah. <laughs> Single is called Cap. What the fuck is that? Fucking handouts, let alone a doubt. Yeah, six and eight and fours and two. You know I play the crap. Yeah, taboo in Miami. I'm too rich for booby trap. Yeah, hey, it's some niggas I don't like. So I'm throwing signs in the street. I'm on strike. Yeah, it's on sight. So I said it's on sight. Uh, bitches tryna end me so I cannot be polite. Uh, millionaire. I ain't stopping at no lights. But shit replay inside shit. my head. Enough and Whoa, no I, fight. I, yeah, I promise that I buy that up. bitch a burger. Uh, I got to uh, be promise. 
call it Jay Rice. Know that bitch is mine, but I might not own the rice. Yeah, that bitch said she went twice. So I didn't get to the part where he's dissing uh partisan, but he Dark record, dog. Dark, dark record. record. Dark record, man. He he's, said something he's about in the mood. You know, uh something about a bag yeah. that Megan apparently got for her birthday that wasn't was a cheaper brand than Birkin. I'll say it that way. Um, and then basically implied that, like, the only party that we know is next door. So, uh, it sound like when it go down, it's going to be on site. That's what it sound like to me. And it ain't going to be no cap. I don't see neither men backing down either. So Nah, nah. I think Tory think he got something that, first of all, Partisan will beat his ass. I'm just, I'm. Partisan look like a nigga. You just don't fuck with him. You just leave. Partisan looked like he about six something. Yeah, definitely taller than Megan. The fuck, and Megan's tall, nigga. Um, at least two hundred pounds. Tory Lanez is about five five. Sorry, maybe one sixty, if that. So, I'm not saying this to, you know, cause no smoke. Right, not, 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 But the good brother Tory is is we the podcasters. Yeah, he. But, he calling out a brother that, in my opinion, clearly has the advantage in a physical altercation. Right. And we all know, obviously, Tory has more money than him. But who cares at this point? It's not even about that. It ain't about that when you might meet this nigga in the middle of downtown L.A. Your money may not save you. Your bodyguards may not be there in time. And, and, and if they're there, he might take out a bodyguard with a punch, with a kick, with a, with a shove, nigga. He might throw a nigga and, just, and fling a nigga somewhere. Now, I don't want to see no form of violence, but these niggas is taking it there. Yeah, we was just talking about black on men violence. At first, you know, we you know we was giving y'all the real, you know, it was, you know, I mean, when Walla was talking. But this shit right here is about to be a circus, like a real circus. These like, niggas <laughs> is taking it there. Right. Welcome to the Big A Fair, nigga. <laughs> so. I don't know what's going to happen here, but again, we said this before, and I think we'll leave it here too. In terms of at the end of this case, right, which is right around the Yo, corner April now, is right it's about there. to start. Yo, get ready. Um, one of two parties is going to be looking crazy. Somebody's going to jail. <laughs> Somebody's going to jail. Somebody's definitely going to jail. So get ready for that. What else is happening in music? Um, Jesse smell it definitely going to jail. Oh yeah, we 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 get into that. <laughs> Yo, that shit's so crazy. All right, so as y'all heard earlier, Shancia came out. Little Dirk dropped the project. Uh huh. You said Normani. Normani dropped a preview of a single dropping Friday. Did she? I I didn't know about that. Wait, no, no, that oh. wasn't me that said that. Oh my bad. Oh yeah, I I heard the snippet of it on the way here. I was like, oh, okay, oh, Normani. Yeah, Normani dropping a. Uh, she dropped a preview today on, on on IG for the fans. She was not supposed to do that. These these these, these artists don't listen to their record labels, bro. <laughs> y'all gotta stop. Y'all might be fucking up your bags. Y'all gotta calm down. Friday is Friday, Normani. But thank you. So Dirk, uh, he dropped. Okay, Lucky Day, Lucky Yo. That dude is blowing up, dog. The Lucky Day project I heard was was phenomenal. He's blow. He can, and he's he's a soul singer. Like he's singing from the depths. He gives me um. Well, what's this guy's name? Uh, he's not. He's obviously. I feel like his buzz is definitely not there. Even though he's been out more. The um, Giveon vibes. But oh yeah, Giveon's not there yet. But yeah, they he, they the new school of R and B. They are because you know, and it's crazy. You know, Tank was talking about this. These niggas ain't singing no more. This one's called Deserve. Mm. 
It's she said all she need is a puff and a drink. That'll help her think. She hit me on my phone that night. She tried that shit twice. This nigga tapping it as a D'Angelo. I know she didn't know that Let's I was go. laid up. Nigga starting with poems. I know she didn't know I'm getting paper. I know she didn't know I gotta spend time, and that's the only reason she's never mine. Uh. But I wish things was different. Good thing gone missing. Some things I don't mention. Wish we could just dip and get over that hip and wish you could just follow my lead, follow my lead. Who you color? Who you color when you need this? Need this? Oh my God. Too long, you keep trying, but you fighting too long. Price went and up. Been looking for some Yesterday's price is not today's price. Yeah, y'all need to go I get that. Wait, I can't wait to jump into it. Uh, shout out to Lucky Day, and I and I. It's so dope that he goes by Lucky Day because you know, being a black man, sometimes our luck is not good. But you know, it's an oxymoron for him. It's like, yo, it's a lucky day, like for real. Like, yeah, we're we're blessed to get a day or these days that we've had, but to get a lucky day. Mariah the Scientist dropped a four-pack. Oh, Um, shit. Ari Lennox teased that a project is coming. She showed a board with over 80 songs. Wow. Oh, yeah, she did. She did. Lotto, I don't know. I don't know if Lotto's on the list. Lotto also teased that there might be a crazy record coming with her and Ciara. She did. Um, I think this music. was a good. It was a good. It was a good weekend for music. Music is coming, y'all, and spring is a few days away. And I think that's that's why all yeah. we're getting all this shit. Yeah, spring the, is here. It's in the fifties all week, dog. This is for those of you who don't know. This is new artist season. Yeah, March to fucking April. Everyone's trying to catch one for the summer. Uh huh. So you're going to hear a lot of. A lot of drops, a lot of good music from some of the yeah. the more newer acts. And then you might hear some wild shit during the summer from an older act. I mean, there's a lot of shit happening. Ain't, uh, ain't it, it didn't pass yet. Oh, no, no, it passed. Rolling Loud just passed. Did it? I think they have they have some shit coming. Yeah, because uh, it's it's Con, it's three headlines. Kanye, it's it's uh, Kendrick, and uh, what's this guy's name? I, 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 J. Cole, right? J. Cole, yeah. And then, you know, Bunna Boy also has a, a big concert happening somewhere coming up in a few days as well. Yeah, it's actually next week. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot. Music is a beautiful thing. Shout out to the artists that use their gifts for good. And then also shout out to the artists that give back. I don't know if it's there. I don't remember seeing it. Travis Scott is moving in the right direction. Travis Scott is moving in the right direction. Yeah, so, Travis is is getting back into. Shout out to his team for doing that, because damn, he's getting back into the space that he needs to. Yeah. Um, I'm looking for a meme. Okay. Because we're gonna put this conversation to rest. I think this might be the last time we talk about this shit. Okay. Unless we get uh some ladies on here to to join us. Right. Um. But I'm looking for a meme. That talks about getting flown out. And the meme basically Tired says shit. I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Oh, found it. Boom. Right on it. Yeah. 
The meme says, if I get flown out, I'm fucking. I'm grown. I know what the fuck I came for. And then someone else replied, for real, because I can't afford to fly myself out. And even with my homegirls, where we can eat each other out there too. Wait, wait, what? If a man flies me out, we definitely fucking. Only I need to get to know him prior to that. The. Oh, I thought the chain continued. But, uh. Yo. The shit about homegirls is wild. Yeah, that shit was different. Imagine niggas saying that. That shit was different. Getting canceled. What I'm going to say is this. Not you're not obligated to do anything you're, with anybody. You're definitely not. I told y'all uh, last year I, I I flew somebody out. Literally bought her plane ticket, situated the hotel. We did not fuck. That was last year, April, Las Vegas. However, just gonna put it out there. Okay. You should not be going. Right. You should not be letting anybody fly you out uh-huh. to another destination. Uh huh. If you not also in a space with them where you would fuck. You're talking about uh, oh yeah you should probably have known them uh, then again listen. y'all should know the the terms and conditions before y'all get to whatever space y'all get to but then again there was a chick a few weeks ago i don't know if you follow her um she's actually from las vegas she she's um she's a she's a big girl uh thick size model she was speaking to somebody the same day she was talking to him he flew her out i swear and the shit ended up on the shade room I mean, certain <laughs> situations is different. I wouldn't One advise day. that yeah, at all. I was like, oh, she's trying to get, she didn't get kidnapped, but. Yeah, okay, I wouldn't advise none of that shit. <laughs> but all I'm saying it is. is that red flag. <laughs> you can't, yo, if somebody, if a dude you've been talking to, flirting with, texting, sending pics, doing whatever y'all doing, FaceTiming. Right. right. It's like, yo, I'm about to fly you out. And you like, all right, cool. Be prepared. The moment that nigga start asking for your passport, be prepared. And you show up and you like. You actually showed up. We not fucking. That's your prerogative. Facts. However, uh, what, what you coming out there for? Not granted. I'm like I said. There could be conversations, terms and conditions beforehand. Hey, I'm only coming out there to meet face to face. I would mm-hmm. love for us to just have a face to face date. Mm-hmm. Totally acceptable. I'm not right. saying that that's not how shit should go down. Mm-hmm. All I am saying is if. For instance, y'all like, he's like, yo, we about to go to Canada for a weekend. I'm about to buy your flight and book the hotel. Are you down? And you say, yeah, daddy. You got to know that y'all fucking. (laughs) Fucking is on the table. Y'all in the same hotel in a different country. I'm gonna just be honest, cause the good brother said we just gotta put the, we gotta we gotta put this out there too. I feel like now thinking about it deeper, bro. If a nigga is flying a chick out and situating the hotel, he's flying the chick out. She didn't put no money towards her flight. He's booking the hotel. She put no money down, not even an incidental for the hotel. And he's making the plans and stuff of what's gonna happen. Yo, shorty, you gotta know you're getting fucked. You 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 got you got you gotta know that. If you, you don't know that, if you now you know. This has been another episode of that has the bow ties. We still got more show for y'all, but yeah, you gotta know that because at the end of the day, like the good brother said, nobody's obligated to do shit. You could literally show up to the whole time, and be like, all right, cool. So, um, I actually want to book another room. 
or uh, thank you for helping me get out here. I'm gonna go somewhere else. That 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 might cause some friction, but it's it's, it's in your right to do that. Cause the trip might not be it when you get out there. You might realize I'm out here with a psychopath. I need to get the fuck out of here. Hopefully you got vex money. Shout out to the women that come with vex money. But at the same time, if you guys are trapped in that room, you guys might spend a lot of time in that room. That's a fact. And uh, you know, for me personally, I think that when people get flown out, I think flown out. Well, I don't think. I, I feel like I feel like we know this. Getting flown out to another country hits different than getting flown out to another state. Getting flown out to, but uh, it's only gonna hit different from for, for you getting flown out to another state if you've never been to that state. For example, I'm going to Atlanta this week. There's a lot of people that's coming to Atlanta with me that actually have never been to Atlanta. So this this like gonna be my fifth time going to Atlanta. So it feels like I've been doing this a lot. You know, first time I went was with this good brother right here, XAB. And um, from that time to now, you know, you, you you learn about different stuff. You go to different venues. You go to different, so you kind of know at this point. My fifth time, I kind of know where to go, where not to go. I just I had trouble over there, not going over there. Facts. You know what I mean? Uh good vibes over here, going to the good vibes. You know what I mean? Uh you're gonna rent from this car company, huh? Not gonna rent from this car company. Uh so shit like that you learn. And then, you know, with me, I have a bigger perk because, you know, you guys know I work in a hotel industry. So, you know, whatever other people is paying for whatever they're doing, I'm definitely not paying that. You know what I mean? Paying a little close to nothing. But you learn certain things to do when you go to these places and the experience for some people becomes more than just getting flown out. They actually want to do shit in these states. They want to do shit in these places. So, you know, while, you know, it's all good fine and Danny, that niggas is getting flown out to basically do the same shit that you could have did here. I think the moral of the story is getting flown out is if it pertains sex or if sex is going to happen, you getting flown out, somebody just paid for sex. Just call it what it is. Somebody pay. I'm paying for a bed for us to sleep in. I'm paying for a flight for us to be comfortable on. And I'm basically paying for experiences. I'm paying I'm paying you to have sex without without me saying that. We're putting this shit to bed. Okay? Yeah, it's 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 about to go to sleep. We right we now. grown. Yeah, yeah. We, we grown. We don't have to act like we don't have to act like this. We don't. Like really don't. Like if if you decide to go with some on a trip or go mm-hmm. anywhere with a person that you have had some form of sexual conversation, some form of interest, whatever, you are kind of putting on the table that sex is an option. I'm just, I'm just, we, we got to just be real about it. Again, this is not about what you are obligated to do. You're right. never obligated to do Nobody's shit. Nobody's obligated to do a motherfucking thing, bro. Facts. But in most cases, most cases, you're signaling, signaling that you want. The JJ or penis? Why would right? you? Why, why, why would you even say, ladies? Y'all gotta, y'all gotta help me out. Why would you? Some s- niggas too, because if a cougar fly your ass out, yo, nigga, you going to fuck? You not going there to, <laughs> to just get get a uh, uh, gifts all day? We gotta get we we gotta we, we gotta we gotta get some cougars on the show that can tell us their life experiences about flying these sugar babies out. Oh, we definitely should do that. Um, but yeah, they like horrible decisions, in this right? Bitch. Exactly, like ladies. A lot of y'all say you wouldn't do mad shit. But if a nigga's offering, I know a lot of chicks that's not turning it down. They're they're not turning it down. And that's all I got to say on that. We're putting it to bed. It's over. All right. We don't want to hear about this shit no more. Right. That's it. I don't want to hear about this shit ever again. Not even when she tell you that we better as friends. (laughs) What I also never want to see again is Stevie J on... (laughs) 
Okay. Yo. This nigga was on an interview. I'm surprised he didn't get banned for that. Nah, he was wilding. He bro. still got his page. I was like, yo. I mean, nothing was shown, but, but he was wilding. Still, he bro, was wilding. Boosie has done. And Boosie got banned. <laughs> now, there's some of you that said that what he did was sexual assault. It's not sexual assault. What? It could be sexual harassment, but it's not sexual assault. Y'all, y'all see, this is why. I gotta learn y'all laws. Yeah, <laughs> this is. You're gonna send the wrong niggas to jail. This is why, like, y'all gotta stop. It, if anything, it was dumb as fuck. It, yo, bro, that was wild. I'm like, you couldn't wait till the interview was over, dogs? Yeah. Like, but he probably was like, it's oh, the interview. And I'm, it, 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 I'm not defending a nigga dick. I'm just saying, like, maybe it was like, oh, it's one o'clock already? Fuck. <laughs> it probably it probably was that situation. Yeah, he was about to get into it, and, and then, then he realized that he promised this interview. Fuck, I promised this goddamn interview. Right, I don't want to do it now. And Shorty was like, "I'm not stopping." And he was like, "Oh, you like that?" Right? Because she could have stopped if she really didn't want to do that. But wait, and he's still married to Faith. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, bro. I didn't even remember that shit, dog. I don't think they got that divorce. I don't think that. And can you imagine? I'm not saying Yo, it was. If it, I don't if know it, what was going if it, on. If it I don't want faith. no smoke, baby, baby. I don't want no Yo, smoke. If it was faith, dog. <laughs> I don't want no if smoke. It was, if it was every step I take. <laughs> Yo, we wildin' for this big birthday. <laughs> Biggie that just passed. We all bugging for it. But I'm just saying, like, why would it be that? Why would it be that? This nigga invited us into this conversation. He really did. Why did he put that on, on live? Why did he do? And yo, what's crazy is, yo, like, it really, it, it, it this gonna, this is kind of like off topic, but like within the situation, bro, it made me think the faces I make when I'm getting my dick sucked. Like, as looking at it, I was like, wow. Yeah. Niggas, niggas kind of make the same faces. Yeah, I mean. It, it feels like a tournament down there. <laughs> I wonder too how many times. <laughs> Niggas might get FaceTime while they're getting their dick sucked. I mean, that's particularly never happened to me, but I've definitely been on the phone and, like, lied and said where I was at. Or I've definitely been deep in some, you know, gushy, and I was on FaceTime, but you didn't see her. And the person that I was, you know, deep with it was like, yo, what are you doing? I was like, yo, I got to take this call. I yeah, nah, take, I'm right, not that type. Right. Uh, well, uh, well, I'm not that type. If, if we I'm, learn more about each other this year, so I'm hey, starting to learn what you're typing. Hey, if I'm if I'm <laughs> if I'm doing my thing, man, the phone is on the other side of the room. Nah, bro, the phone is in my hand, bro. Nah, I can't. You know, bro, you 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 have to get to a point where. Nah, that might be too much. <laughs> I was about to wild out just now. I had to really think about the words about to leave this mouth. Cause he not gonna edit it. <laughs> he not and I'm gonna tell him don't edit. <laughs> We're the world's most dangerous podcast. This has been another episode, Dads. Make sure you are streaming us on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes. Yeah. At least uh, while Stevie J needs to get his life together, Delante West looks like he is actually doing that for himself. Amen. Uh he joined the big three. And we just got to give him a round of applause because, you know, I, I think we I think we covered it. Shout out to the big three. And I'm very. Yeah. Ice Cube, you was on to something when you came up with this beautiful. That's concept. a fact. So 
Ice Cube is cornering the market. Shout out to Ice Cube. It's a very dope-ass idea. I mean, I think this is amazing that we can see some of our fallen athletes, that, especially in the basketball arena. Come back in a different way. Come back and still be able to get some type of shine. Yeah, and, and you don't have to be in the league. You don't have to be in the league, the NBA. You don't have to be. It's, we, got, we got the big three. We got the crew league. We got overtime. We got mad shit going on for y'all. And I'm excited for bad basketball. is literally the number one sport in the fucking. It's crazy, right? Basketball came up. Yeah. Yeah, so I love this. Um, Delonte doing his thing. Real shit. Um, another person who looks like they doing a thing and they doing it right. And we have been very critical uh-huh. of this young lady all the time. But we want the we was also critical about Nikki at one point too. Well, no, this is Nikki that we was critical about. Oh, <laughs> I thought we were talking about Meg. My bad. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, Meg single did come out yeah, too. We didn't yeah, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll yeah. play that at the end. Okay. It, it's it. I like Decent, it, but it's still talking about the same shit. It's, it's yeah. talking about the same shit. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like, like yeah, the video. But different. no, this is Nikki. 2018, 2017, 2018, We was going ham on Nikki. We was going real crazy on Nikki to the point where niggas thought we was not fucking with Nikki. But Nikki deserved it. Nikki did this because Nikki was doing some goofy shit. And in the interview that she had with Joe Budden, Mm, she admitted that she was doing some goofy shit. This is what happens when you just take time to grow, get married, and have a baby. I really feel like babies, between babies getting married and and finally getting to a place in your life where you could probably actually be your most purest, honest self is an amazing thing. Because for Nikki to have gotten there and in the time frame that she has, and she's still in her third, says a lot. So shout out to Onika Mirage. If you go back to 2017 episodes, 2018 episodes, you will hear the good brothers say, mm-hmm. Nikki needs to start being a mentor to the next generation. We if she say. wants to really be, be the accepted, queen yeah. and be out here respected as she thinks she should be respected, she needs to now be mentoring the next generation instead of stop trying to be in competition with the next generation. And look at what's happening. First of all, um, shout out to Benzino, uh, Benzino's daughter, Koi, because she, she she's doing something that her father couldn't even have done. I mean, she has a net. He doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Damn, that that yeah, that deserved it. You gotta throw it. You have the reasons! Yeah, I was about to you gotta throw something in it, cause all that dead space, nigga. Gotta get filled. That's a lot, dog. Like you have the reasons! God, my nigga. The fuck? And I think this is probably gonna be one of her biggest smash records. Cause the video from the it looks fun. Coily Ray is She's a fun artist. Is talented. Yeah, she's talented as fuck. She, she knows how to make a hit. I don't she definitely know. I don't know about the album, but I don't hits, know about uh, hits might be her thing. And I don't know if she's like she ain't a rap rapper. Nah, she's you know, a, don't get it twisted. She's a um and I'm not gonna say she's a gimmick or I don't want no smoke. Um I think she is a we have fun. Um we enjoy um, each other's company, and we say some funny shit on records. Like, you know, we make, you know, fun music. Like, I can hear her shit being like a bebop for the kids. And I also know that Nikki's not jumping on nothing wet. But I, I like what she's doing. She's been with Little Baby. Definitely been a, being a mentor to these rap artists. She did that. Bia. She got on Bia's joint. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now she's jumping on Coily Ray's joint. Uh-huh. I think that this is what she's supposed to do. Mentor the new. Now, granted, she's been on this with Six Nine, but Six Nine just wasn't to me the name you, you want right. to associate yourself wanted, with. Yeah, exactly, because she At did two time. records with that nigga, and both two of them, records. Both of them went to the top. They went to the top. They were Nick. trash. They were trash records. Yeah, honestly, in my yeah. opinion. Okay. Um, but 
with the young women, take that mentor role. Take them under your wing. You and, know what I mean? And, and, and we said this, too, y'all. Like, we got to go back into the crib. My brother's reminded me of so many things we talked Nikki could have been. Imagine Nikki and maybe you know one of these other old school artists. You're having a record label. Like I could see a Queen record label. Queen by Nikki. I could see that. That that's gonna fuck the industry up. I tell you that much. That Nikki, the way you go. So I hope somebody find this fucking interview. The way you go with Nikki, it's time to get a fucking uh version of Rock Nation female version because Nikki did a hint and also in that Joe. But I don't know if the Good Brother was gonna get to it. She talked about the Kanye West shit. And that shit Loki fucked me up. Nah, get to it. Uh, so, so, say? so, so when Nikki was talking to the, because that was that was a good interview. I ain't gonna hold you. When and shout out to Joe for just pushing the culture forward. God damn, son, gotta give this nigga his flowers every time. Yeah, got to. She's talking in the interview. It was a point in time, you know, and Kanye, you know, was un, un, unraveling and going hard with, with this fat with, with his fashion rants before he actually got the easy shit to jump off, and then he got the shit to jump off, and she talked to him about. Possibly either doing cold collaboration and or, you know, coming out with her own sneaker brand. And why not do it with fucking Kanye West? And Kanye West just kind of, you know, didn't really, I guess, you know, I don't know what the fuller conversation was. Buying into her idea or buying into the concept of maybe her doing this. And her, Nikki exposes in that interview, even in her facial expressions, that she wasn't feeling that. You know, she she was feeling slighted like, nigga, I'm big right. I'm big right now, dog. Like, you should do it. Like, you should, you should, yo, you should do this with me. Like, yay, this will be crazy for the culture. And it would have been. It would have been catastrophic. I could see niggas rocking Nikki sneakers and Nikki sneaker possibly doing better numbers than Yeezy. Oh, for a fact. Because Nikki, Nikki Minaj's brand is insane. Her brand, her followers are really crazy. And her followers are the type that they would just buy the shit just to buy the shit. They would shit. just buy it. So if it's fire and... Nikki's behind it. It's they, over. They, yeah, it's a wrap. So um, I don't know what was happening in Kanye West's life. She did mention the fact that, you know, if I... um He was saying something along the lines of, you know what I mean? He was thinking about his wife at the time. She probably would not feel comfortable with, which I didn't really feel like that was real because maybe yeah. he would not have felt comfortable with doing that, knowing that. That's why I kind of was confused by I that story because so I, I didn't listen to it um, fully, but I know yeah. that the headline that I saw was um, Kanye didn't do a deal with Nikki because of Kim. Right, and that's bullshit because in listening to it, I feel like Kanye didn't want to do the deal at the time because of what he thought Kim would have probably, but I don't think it was Kim saying, or maybe he feel. Kim don't give a fuck about that. I was about, about to that. say, nigga, if it make money, nigga, Kim is, she likes money. Yeah, both of y'all like money, but Kim loves money. Kim don't give that would have been a good that. fucking deal for the family, nigga, but I think Kanye, he was in his head, and I personally feel like maybe at the time, he probably, he probably felt like, Yeezy was not where it needed to be yet to even be, you know, doing this cold collaboration with Nikki because Nikki might fuck my whole shit up right now. The sales that I could have possibly made, they might go to her just based off the whatever the collaboration was. And I feel like Kanye should have probably just told her that right now. Like, yo, right now I'm focused on Yeezy exclusively. When it's time that I've then I'm ready. And now I feel like because she's exposed this, bro. All right, Peter Vir if Virgil was alive, can you imagine an off-white with fucking Nikki? Oh, nigga. We're talking about a whole nother thing right now. I'm putting it out there. Maybe there's conversations now. All right, Peter Virgil. But whoever is, you know, working um with the off-white brand, whoever has that catalog, y'all need to do something with Nicki Minaj because she back. Um, ciao. Anyway, so <laughs> 
<laughs> Moving right along, Kanye, you 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 dropped the ball on that one. You've been dropping the ball on a lot, but you definitely dropped the ball on that. Yeah, and we got some Kanye shit on the docket too, because he been right. wilding. Yeah, again. Always. Again, he another one I'm ready to put to bed. But um <laughs> It's time. Well, he's gonna have to ask Pete to move over first. Right. But oh, um shit, damn. Let's get into these gender war topics, man. It's been another uh, amazing week of gender war topics. We clearly don't want to stop. Spiritual world uh, be wildin'. Shade room be wild. Shout out to all of the black media outlets on social media that just keep this shit going. Y'all just, absolutely. Y'all just keep this it is going. How, this one keeps the light. Talk, keep the light. Love. It keeps the light on for these Fucking niggas, shade, man. Shade room got like five different shade rooms. I'm like, shade room is expanding. Shade room kids, place. shade room team. Right. Uh, uh, shade room chronicles, shade room investigates. I'm like, yo, y'all, I can see a news outlet coming real soon like a physical station i can see it they might get a channel sooner or later you never and know if they will oh then they have done what all these other ones haven't done it might be on peacock or some shit you never Soon know man a wild name for a station <laughs> when i seen that shit there, i was like this is a wild ass name for a station. shout out to peacock i couldn't put this shit on another black like fubu <laughs> so uh, a shorty put out a, another tweet um and she was like, yo, my man is getting close to, to 500 followers. Yo, I was insane. Like, I'm about to delete his account. Right. Type shit. It was like 562 or some shit like that. I was like, what? And then mad people were joking about it. And yes, ladies, we know this is a joke. We're not, yeah, we're not I, taking I, I it serious. Definitely, I didn't take none of that serious because I was like, there's no fucking way y'all bitching about 500 followers. However, it does raise the question of, I guess for us to, to answer... Do you have a problem with your significant other being too popular on social media? I've had women tell me straight up, I don't want to date you because you have too many followers. This was at the time when I probably had just crossed over 2,000 followers on the ground. I've had women tell me that. I think it's petty. I think it's, um, you know, a, a little uh, a little insensitive because it's like my follows, my fo- for me, my followers won't dictate how I feel about you. But it's you're letting me know my followers dictate how you feel about me. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, the other half of it is I can't, I, I have no control over who decides to follow me. I have no control over who decides to follow me unless it's somebody I don't want following me. Right. I so have, that's the only control I have. I mean, for me, because <laughs> we got mad followers now at this point. We getting up there. Getting and and if I'm three. dating somebody who has mad followers, which I have, I've right. dated plenty of women who've had. I drew put them out 10 times. 60,000, right. 100,000. And I never stopped them from, you know, and me from, oh my God, probably got niggas. Nah, I'm, I'm with you right now. These niggas, these niggas are in the inbox, but I'm in your yeah, box. Yeah, I'm not worried about none of that. In your actual box. So I'm like, to me, I think it's, it's corny. I think, you know, the, I'm trying to find what it's, it's stemming from. And it's, it seems like it's the idea that the more people you have access to or the more people have access to, to you, you, the more. You may decide to for me. Yeah. Or you might want to go out and explore those other options that are presenting themselves. So why don't you get some fucking followers? Yeah, it's corny. It's corny. The fuck? And these people are not really even following you. They following your page. And there are some people that actually think like this. That's why I'm even bringing this shit up. Oh, there are some people that actually get a little upset if their significant other has mad followers. That shit is corny. Corny. (sighs) Yo, I'm going to just put it out there. Don't fucking date me then. Sorry, like don't just. Yeah, I'm not for you. If you're gonna have problem with me having uh, women friends, if you're gonna have a problem with me interacting with fans, um, any of that, I'm not for you. Trust me. Don't even waste your time. Get out my inbox. Right. You'll never. I'm. You will not change me. (laughs) 
So it's the moral of the fucking podcast, man. Just speaking to me, dog. Yeah, you're not gonna change me. So speaking to me. I'm not for you, and that is okay. <clears throat> that, that's the most important piece. That is okay. Me not being for you is okay. Right. Um another one that came up, another meme that been uh circulating, um is so a dude is talking about how if you are interested in somebody, you're going to text them every day. You're going to call them every day. I don't know if you're going to text them every day, but okay. You're going to be in contact with them every day. Do you feel like that is an indication of how much you like somebody? No, that could, uh, that could also be an indication of, yo, you are mad fucking pestery, dog. Like you, <laughs> you really cheese me, dog. Yo, every like, and then, it, then what's so crazy is I don't know. Like we, 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 we've spoken about it already in the podcast a few episodes ago. I've never been the type of guy. I swear. I swear to be like, what you doing? Where you at? I was yeah. never him. I'm actually hitting you with some conversation, not where what you doing. Because if I ask you where you at, that means I'm coming. I've <laughs> been to I've been to what you doing, nigga, before. Okay, when I was younger, okay. much younger. Okay, not now, not I'm, now, because we dealing with a whole nother. These, these, these chicks, I was about to say bitches. These chicks can't <laughs> fuck with this nigga right now. Y'all can't, yo, y'all can't fuck with my guy right here. Oh, no, there's about to be some announcements chicks, soon. Y'all chicks got to come correct because at the end of the day. My man is doing a lot of shit to change his fucking life. Not only change his life, to change his family's life. We can't have you fucking up the fucking uh, projection and the trajectory. So I need you to get the fuck on board or stay on the board. Okay? Announcements coming soon for sure. Yeah, facts. But yeah, but I, I think that at the end of the day, when it comes to this particular situation, people just got to be real and be honest. And I feel like we're we're still living in a world where uh, as much as we say we want honesty and transparency bro and, and and originality that that's not what it's given that's that's not what it's given unfortunately no and for me listen i will never be the time i am too busy to be on the phone with people 24 7 and i think that that's what a lot of people want they Can't. want this this idea of, of like just showered with attention and i can shower you with attention in different ways it just won't be texting you like i don't mind texting i like to text but i'm not going to text you all day long you might get like a couple hours from me a day right and i'm i'm not going to text you out of obligation like i'm not going to text you feeling like oh because i like you i have to text you every day i will i'll probably do that just in the sense of like yo i'm in this space of of really really being interested in you so i want your attention Mm -hmm. but i'm not going to do it out of like a space of like Yo, this shows that I like you. So, I mean, I get it. I understand the concept of like, well, yeah, if you really like somebody and you want their attention, you're going to constantly be reaching out for their attention. But at the same time, I'm a grown-ass busy man. So, if the day that I don't text you doesn't mean that there's a lack or drop of of interest or I don't like you as much anymore. But I feel like that's the thing, though, bro. It's like the onus is put on us because in their mind it's like, yo... Why are you not texting me or why are you not hitting me back up as much? And I and I realized I spoke about it on the podcast already years ago. I had developed like text anxiety. Like yeah. the moment you text me, I, I and I, I didn't like feeling that way. So I just got to a point now where I get to the text when I feel like it, or or I get to the text where I'm like less anxious about actually replying to it because yo that shit gives me anxiety. Sometimes. Son, I'm, I'm like that with emails right now. Fucking oh, COVID fuck. gave me like email anxiety. Yo, like emails is crazy, bro. Like the emailing from especially at work that working that work, at home that work. Shit. Shit, bro, work getting emails at work, especially when you're in a position where you have to actually reply, it'd be thousands of emails. Yo, it gets overwhelming.
moments. Yeah, like, oh, man. And working from right working from home, it felt like every email was treated as if it was the email, the email, right. it's urgent as hell. Shit, right. You got to reply with it to it within five minutes. Right. You Two know what I mean? Like, what or what are you doing? You you're supposed to be working, nigga. I'm not next to the computer. Is what I'm doing. Like, right. I'm actually in the bathroom. I can't go. I I just I got a wee really quick. I'm going back. I know I'm at work. The fuck. The computer's on, ain't it? Now, the baby said that if he ain't doing it for his mama, he not going to do it for you. I definitely saw that, and that made me think. I'm going to be honest. I'm actually glad we got to this part of the show. I'm going to be honest. In a lot of ways, I failed my mom. Mm. In a lot of ways, there's stuff I know I could have gotten her, done for her, been a part of. And I put another woman that was probably not as into me as I was into her. I put that energy Talk I could have been putting um, into my mom and I put it into this girl or I put it into these women or you know, I, I put it into my lust and my sexual desires and my fantasies and you know, my you know, uh, aliases and all of this shit and you know, this distinguished shit. This and, nigga came to pot. You know what I mean? This great Hefner shit and it's like well, when he said that, like it, it really hit me because I was like Yo, there's been a lot of times where I did not um probably shower or show my mom certain stuff you know i'm buying this girl a fucking stella mccartney bag or something and i'm like my mom don't even have that that's one of our more powerful blacks you know i'm over here taking this girl to you know this amazing restaurant and i've been hearing my mom talk about how she doesn't go out often with my dad and shit because he's always working i'm just like i'm always out here taking fucking flights i'm always out here calling myself hotel poppy i'm always um, doing these things for these nice girls and, you know, doing stuff on Valentine's Day. And I'm like, I don't do enough for my mom. Like, when, like, when it comes to that, like, that shit really had me fucked up. Like, I got to do better. So I know you don't listen to this shit, mom, but I'm sorry. Nah, you, you brought up an amazing point because literally it, it didn't come from this, uh, this uh, little situation okay. with the baby. Yeah. But literally, I would say during the pandemic or, or before, it might have been a year or two before. One of the reasons why I decided to do the six month, like, yo, I'm just I'm going to just focus on other things than right. than trying to hang out and right. be around people, dating, all of that. Right. Spending money unnecessarily. Fuck. That's what was the exact thing you just said. Oh, wow. One day I sat myself down and I said. Yo, I think it was around Mother's Day or it was mm. around valentine's day or something like that and i was like yo i gotta get my mom a gift Mm. and i felt like the week before or something like that i might have spent money on some some bullshit taking somebody out or going going out and it was time to get my mom a gift and i was like couldn't get her what you really wanted i can't get you the item that I really want to get you. Right. To symbolize how I feel about. Because I didn't yeah. took some chick that. I don't even. Don't even no give a fuck about me. Right. She don't even give a fuck about what it could be. It's just yeah. Like, it's she, just like, thank you for the now. Though, my yeah. Name. Thank you for the moment. Right. Thank you for this amazing dinner or this amazing. Time. And then it made me think about all the times I spent money. That's on it. chicks that. Don't even, not they even, never deserved it in the first place. And even, I knew it. They're not even in the picture no more, bro. Fuck not even being in the picture. They never deserved it when they were in the picture. Fuck, nigga. So you wouldn't even, you didn't even belong in a frame and I, I bought a nice frame for us. Like, I'm taking you to Budokan because I know Budokan's a nice restaurant. Shh. But you don't deserve Budokan. 
You definitely don't deserve it from me. You don't deserve it from me. Maybe that other nigga, but you right. don't deserve it from me. You know what? We're gonna back. We're gonna go back to the first one. You didn't deserve it in the first place. <laughs> you, you didn't deserve me. You Budokan. You but now I'm struggling to get my mom a gift that I want to get her. Nah, something ain't adding up, man. Right. The shit. The math ain't mathing. The dog. math ain't mathing, dog. Oh, damn, son. And yo, shout out to black men, other black men that have platforms that are using it for this particular purpose too. Like I, I, I've been, I was writing some, a lot of shit. Yesterday, I was just really in my feelings about a lot. Plus, I needed to catch up on my days in mail. I was slacking for like five days. But one of the things I wrote about was like, yo, like being on this podcast like makes me so happy and also like fearful at the same time as like niggas is exposing their real self. This is a fact, like, man. I be, I be, I, I be really exposing my real self to y'all. Like for real. Unfilled. And this is a real conversation that not a lot of right. niggas is willing to say. You know but. What I mean? But I think this is a struggle because, you know, as niggas that have, as a man, yeah. you're charged with, uh, like, making or, or surprising or making the woman feel special. Right, right, and right. And so you're going to do a lot of things to go out of your way to, to make that happen Facts. and to be, be the standout. Yeah. Be the broke standout at, <laughs> at, at best, nigga. At the end of the day. Oh, fuck, I gotta wait for my paycheck next week. Fuck. And, and, and in, the, in the essence of it, though. Who around you is not getting what they should be getting from you? It's our moms, bro. And it's crazy now because family, moms, yeah. cousins, nieces, yeah, you goddaughters. Going. And I've been really slacking with my goddaughters, bro. Bro, I had. I've really been slacking. This Christmas, I was like, yo, fuck, fuck anyone who's outside the family. Wow. Like, what am I doing? I'm gonna spend my check on on a on a chick that is not gonna get me nothing back, and that she's not even gonna say Merry Christmas. No, but she might post a gift. Man, let's let's get off. Yo, this. we yo we we yo we just went to another level. We just went to <laughs> yeah, another we level. Wow, this. he said, but she posted the gift. But she she might post the that's gift, some, bro. Yo, that's real, dog. Not you ain't gonna get a tag. Yeah. Jesse Smollett wants you to know that he's innocent and he's not suicidal. And he's <laughs> that was that was funny. For I was like, nigga, what are you what are you doing, bro? Stop playing. Yeah, he's really playing in the. He's really playing, dog. Point. And I'm not and I'm not suicidal, bro. Who said you was? All right, bro. He's putting that out there to make it seem like someone's gonna kill him in jail, bro. Nobody want to kill you. Nobody wanted to kill you. That's how you in know. The first place. That's how you know. It was fabricated. Like that's how you know this shit is a lie. It, he thinks. The U.S. government he thinks too much, or D.C. Where, where that shit? Where that shit happen? Chicago? Chicago? No, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Chicago PD. PD. Right. Oh my God. Or some other imaginary Jeez. entity is out there for him. Is going to take him out in jail for lying to the public. Jesse, if right, you fine. think that they want to kill you, at best they might want to take your booty. <laughs> <laughs> That came out crazy. I wasn't expecting that to come. I said that like I rehearsed. <laughs> Take your booty. <laughs> At best, that's I like, likes you, right? And I won't see you. I likes you, and I want now come and bring that round brown brown apple over here, boy. Uh, make, uh, make, uh, make me feel like I'm in Times Square. Uh, okay. Yo. <laughs> 
Uh, man, Je- Jesse, you need help. And I think there's going to be programs in that facility that actually will help you. You don't need to act right now. You don't need to act out. You need to just be a stand-in and play your part. And your part is being in jail for what? What is it? Uh, uh, 50, uh, 58 weeks or some shit like that? He's, he's in there for like four months or some shit. He's not in there for half a year. So he, he should be grateful for that. 150 days, and I don't think he's he's going to do all of it. He's, Someone said he's going to do half, like 75. He's gonna, Bro, he's going to be out in like two months. Jesse's And stop acting like you wasn't on one of the highest rating shows on fucking... Come on, bro, cut it out. Now, bro. some people are split because they're like, well... You got people who invaded the Capitol on Jan 6 that aren't well, doing the same amount of days. As I, him. Agree. I, I agree. I fuck with that take. Cut because do. it, because doing what he did is wild. But invading the fucking U.S. Capitol, you should be going to jail for a long ass time. You should time, be going bro. to jail, jail. Like, yeah, you should be going to jail tonight. <laughs> and God ain't posting no bail tonight. I promise. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I get it, though. So, yeah, but, you know. What both of those people did in, in, in those isolated incidents was dumb and idiotic. However, Jussie, nigga, you know better, bro. You you know better. And because you know better, we and, and we and we as a black community, I'm glad a lot of us was on your ass. Nigga, what you did was bullshit. You had you got all of us looking crazy. You got these people still looking at us like, oh, these niggas always doing some Yeah, we always doing some stupid shit because we fucking taking up for, for people like you that think it's okay to do it. And then turn around and say it never happens. And it was in the middle of super uh, tensions between the races. Yeah, we was dying on both sides. And Donald Trump was really out here fanning wilding. the flames. Yeah. And, and Kanye was out here, make America great at him with his MAGA hat. <laughs> oh, boy. Jesse. <laughs> Take where you are. This is my shit. This Take is my everything. shit. I love this. Take what you want. Uh. Take what you want. Take what you want. Take what you want. Take what you you have any priors? Uh-huh. Well, that one, one time. time. Uh. We are Let it all I'll be honest We all liars We all liars We all So, so serious I'll be honest We all liars The oxymoron in that verse yo, Shout out to Kanye But Kanye, like, please, bro Like Oh, just get the fucking help you need, dog. Like, we're you, about to get into this nigga right, right now. You can't. All right. Uh, Mr. West. Wake the fuck up. That's what I want. Shit. So, the latest drama with Kanye West, if you've missed it, I'm sure you haven't because you are seeing the same social media shit that we are. It's primetime television at this point, nigga. We, don't, we are not paid per viewing it either. So, North, who is eight years old, is on TikTok. And Kanye does not want her to be on TikTok. And he has expressed this to Kim. Kim has shot back and said, North finds TikTok to be one of her creative outlets. And she's monitoring the platform. She has the kids version. Um, And if she wants to be on there, she's going to allow her to. Now, 
I think that both parents have merit in what they are suggesting or saying is the issue or not the issue. I think Kanye's concerns about a eight year old North on social media is warranted to some extent. I think he's going about it completely wrong, but I also think Kim who is monitoring and watching also has a say. And if North says she wants to be on TikTok, and I'm monitoring her, then she can be on TikTok. Right. So for it to be a problem, one of two things has to exist. You either don't trust Kim and think that Kim is exploiting her own daughter, which I guess you can make a case with Kris Jenner. I guess you can. Um, or you, uh, you're just trying to control Kim. Right. And it seems like you're just trying to control Kim. That's how it comes off to me. Yeah, you got kids with somebody and you're trying to control. I mean, he's he's doing the same shit like how what women do with niggas where it's like, you know, I'm a dangle the, the the child over your head um, that you can't see this child, you know, especially uh, unless I need X amount of dollars. And I'm also going to hang this child support over your head, too. Um, I know a lot of niggas in that situation right now. The child support shit is crazy. And so that's the next piece of it is Kanye's been saying that he doesn't have the same parental rights that she does. I definitely could believe that. And I think part of it is based off his behavior. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, he 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 he, he comes off as he could be very erratic. Um, you know, what's crazy. That media. same word was in my head. So that's how, you know. Yeah, nigga, we in tune, bro. I'm right here with you. Hey, right, right. Here that's how you know the nigga is erratic. Like, is a bit is like a bit outlandish, and like I'm not saying he's not somebody that his kids will not feel comfortable because it looks like when his kids is with him, kids look they having fucking fun. But at the same time, I feel like there's danger in that because what if the fun turns into an argument and Kim is right there and he might either say some shit or he might break some shit. I'm not saying he's gonna hit the kids because I don't think he comes off that way in terms of that. I think he loves his kids. He would never want. You know, uh, to feel like he's in a particular way, he has to do that. Whether nah, but this is still the same nigga that said in a large group of individuals during his political campaign. Oh yeah, my wife wanted to abort North. That was insane. Even if that was the truth, God damn. Even if that was the truth, that's not something that the public needed to know. Why would you say that? And you said that in your first campaign that had millions of views on it about your wife, dog. The yo, the lack of consideration. More importantly, the lack of respect. In a lot of ways, that man didn't respect him. And North, North probably went to school, and that's ammunition. That. Right. She had you know what I'm saying? That. For some bully to be like, nigga, you wasn't even supposed, wasn't to, be supposed to be here. Shit. Are you even real, North? <laughs> Go back North. You know what I mean? So that's Crazy. just nasty work. I just, I just, you know, and I don't even want to joke about that aspect of it too much, but <sighs> then a nigga exposed with school she goes to in his tweets and rants and this is kind of what everybody's been talking about is this erratic is his message wrong no he he's correct going that, about it the wrong way yeah a lot of fathers feel like they don't have the same rights sad fathers it's, niggas black america he's he's in the boat with a lot of them yep he just you know the difference between him and them he has a platform where he can do this and people actually really give a fuck. A lot of these black mm. men have platforms where this people don't give a fuck. Today. Yo, we, we, we here, big bro. You know, mm. we here. I think I think Kanye West needs to. I don't want to hear it in the music. I don't want to see that a Sunday service. Nope. I don't want to hear a, a tweet about it. Bro, I need you to 
not be on your phone. I need you to go to therapy. I need you to go. I, I, I need you to go to therapy, Kanye. And take your medication. Take your medication, like for like, t- and take it on time. Take the doses you're supposed to take on a daily. Listen to what your therapist is saying. Yep. Listen to what your psychiatrist is maybe telling you. If you go to an outpatient center, which that's what you need. You you need not be around. You know what I mean? And 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 for the celebrities that are like. You know, saying we really don't know. No, do you know what's going to happen if this continues to go down this downward spiral? Yeah, he's going to lose his mind. We could be looking at Kanye thirty years from now, and he's not going to be Kanye. He's going to be the guy that used to be Kanye. He's going to be a guy that lost his mind. That's who he's going to become. And DL Hughley, he's on it. Yeah, he ain't he ain't playing with him. DL Hughley, and yeah, y'all got to stop playing with DL. Like he hasn't been this way. Oh, where he come from, nigga? He been here. Yeah, DL and, been talking and like he's this. He's known. We're cracking on people. That's that's his style of comedy. Right. So get ready for at least what it could be. If Dio Ugly really gets on Pete Davidson's side, nigga, this might be, this might that's be, bad. That's it's going to be real bad. Y'all going to get and, some skits. Dio not even really with this nigga Pete like that anyway. You know that. But for this particular situation, I think he'll make an exception. And Pete is switching his switch too. So I just want y'all to know. I don't. I'm not saying I. I don't know how funny this nigga really is. Right. But he he texts Kanye and let him know. That was hilarious though too. And I don't even think he meant it on some spiteful shit. He just meant to like, yo, bro, you nigga, you know where I'm at, and it's unfortunate because you can't pull up. Yeah. You pull up, nigga. We we gonna have the cops outside. What's up? We got an issue. And now Kanye talking about. Oh, she's using her white privilege. Dogs. You wasn't talking she about that when you money. you had a MAGA hat on and you was out here talking about exactly. He put that bar in the song and then went and lived the bar. Lived that like bro, reap what you sow. Kanye Titter. So clearly y'all did not listen. Uh when Will and Jada sat up there Yo. and said, Yo. when I messed around with August, mm. Will and I were on a break. Clearly, y'all didn't hear that whole part of the fucking interview. Clearly, y'all didn't get that. Y'all just got the messy part. Y'all so fucking messy. Yo, y'all make me fucking so sick, fucking messy, especially you black motherfuckers. You know who I'm talking <laughs> about. Y'all niggas make me sick. I'm like, everybody's like, Will does an interview right. recently. I've seen it. Will Will actually, Will Will didn't look too comfortable doing that interview. And, and he didn't. And Gail. <laughs> get this motherfucking Gail. Yo, Gail, you got to chill, son. And Gail goes, so clearly there's been some infidelity in your relationship. You guys spoke about this. It's all over. And Will goes, there's never been any infidelity he in said our it, relationship. He said it three times, too. And every time it's a different facial expression. And everybody on socials is like, Will is lying. How? And did y'all even read this nigga book? Shut the fuck up forever. <laughs> so I'm going to break it down for y'all because some of y'all seem to be on the, on, the, on the slow side of things. All right. You need terminology reinforcement. XAB is good for that. So, right. There are times where couples come to the conclusion uh-huh. within the relationship. Come on. Hey. This might not work out. Let's take a break. That's it. That doesn't necessarily mean that they dissolve the the marriage. And sometimes that doesn't mean that they separate it. That just means they're not fucking with each other right then and then. That's fine. Now, when you're two superstars. Mm, Mega. 
who could be living in different parts of the country for months at a time. Right. Movie this, show that. This may also include you saying, yo, maybe we need to see other people. Right. I just I just need this situation right now. I'm not saying I want to leave you. I'm just saying I don't even want to leave us. I just you're not I'm in Puerto Rico. You in fucking San Fran. And we're not getting along. Every time we talk, it's a problem. So, you know what? Maybe you need to go do you. I go do me. Right. And then we come back after a while. Now, this is clearly what happened with Will, Jada and August. Because they back. So everyone speculated that it was an entanglement and this, that, and the third, because she right. used the word entanglement. I she, get it. She really did. That shit went wildfire, bro. But but if we're breaking down the entanglement, the entanglement was her and Will uh-huh. were not, what they were supposedly on a break. That mm-hmm. is what they said. Right. And during that break time, she uh-huh. started to get involved. With a, younger, with a younger man. Yeah, with August. Right, with August. Now, somewhere along the line, they fixed whatever it was. Clearly. That had them on a break. And then August got in his feelings and was like, oh, he's not invited back. In yeah, no way, shape, or he form. was tight. He was very tight. He fell in love. He fell in love. And, and then she like, said. She took advantage of the young boy. Yeah. What you thought this was? It's not that. I'm about to go back to my husband. So My husband. I never, I never said I was getting a divorce. Right. My, my husband. Right. Who I've been with for 20 plus years. We got kids together. We live here, actually. So, yeah, there was no infidelity or cheating. As Will said, if I'm aware of it, it can't be infidelity. If we had a conversation about it, hey, we're on break. Hey, in in the middle of this break, I started fucking with X, Y, and Z. And he probably looked at her crazy. You fucking with that little boy? Yo, what's so crazy is we got to go back a little bit. It's not infidelity if I'm made aware. Yo, you got to listen to these fucking older cats when they talking about their marriage life because they're talking about it in a way that, you know, some of it I feel like should have never been on Front Street. But, hey, she got a whole fucking show dedicated to Front Street. That's the, a fact. the show is called Red Table Talk. First of all, the word red implies danger, caution, fire. Red also implies blood, murder, violence. Red also involves danger, um, warning, warning, and like maybe like some fucking fire alarm going off. So I have a question. Answer. Would, would you knowingly date somebody that was in a relationship? <laughs> Yo, you going there, bro? Oh, you that case so out of left field. I'm like, <sighs> I hit him with the running like. Um, I, I've done it. Would I do it now? No, because. I just don't want that type of. Uh, it's not even. It's not even stain. I just don't it's, want. It's that karma. Type. Yeah, it's I. Karma. I. I, re- I really. I want to be married one day, and I don't want to have to have it in the back of my mind when my yeah, wife goes to work. Yeah. Is she going to go see that nigga Pete Davidson? I don't want to have that type <laughs> yeah. of drama. I don't want to be. Con- I don't want to be Kanye acting the way he is because to see him do that is actually a bit um disheartening. Like, yeah, it makes it makes you think about it. He's really going through that, and at the same time. I'm thinking about my daughters. Like, would I want my daughters going through that for nothing? Uh, no, bro. So yeah. I, I've done it before in the past. Um, I've, I've done it before too. Was I was I proud of it? No, but I really wanted to fuck. Um, and I looked at it like if an opportunity presents itself. I'm I, do it. I looked at it. If she's not worried about it, why am I <sighs> keeping it a stack? Oh, 
Oh, play a clip, play a clip, play a clip. Play something, play something. Drop something. Oh, God, you talk about the nation, nigga. Fuck. What we got for that? Fuck, bro. Yo, what was the reason, dog? Yo, you just went crazy just now. This nigga talking about the nation. This dude is crazy. I'm going to fuck him up. Oh, I got your bean pot, nigga. Yo, I got your bean pot. You just wild out, though. This I'm dead ass, said, though. Yo, there if was. She's not worried about it. Why am why I? Am I? That was my shit. Like, the, there's been a couple of times. Name of the podcast. Sorry, hey, not fucking sorry. Get, God damn, bro. There's been a couple of times this type of scenario has come up, and oh. it's been on some like one. Sometimes it would be like that person would be vague on purpose. So I don't even know if you with this person or not anymore. Right. I don't know if you really dating or not dating. I kind of feel like that's your girl, but I don't know if that's your girl. I don't know. And then there's been times where it's like, all right, well, you've presented to me that you were dating this person. Right. But you're also still pursuing me. So clearly you either A, are about to step out of this relationship and you don't want it no more. Right. Or you not worried. So... If you not worried, I ain't worried. I'm I guess not we worried. not worried together. Right. <laughs> so our last name is Don't Worry. Yeah. Be happy. But now, like you said, yeah, in, in the space that I'm in where I'm not, I don't want that type of karma. I, I don't want, want that type of karma. I don't want to be thinking about that, bro. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be part of that. Like, no. Like, like you can't. But one, I, I never really dated those people. Like you said, it was right. more about like, yo. We just trying to do this one we thing. We going to fuck. Right. We got a goal we trying to achieve. But- in terms of like, I'm not gonna be your side nigga waiting for you and your man to break up. Right. That's I'm, not gonna happen. I'm not. I'm not August Alcina. No. Yeah, nah, we're not doing that. Definitely not doing. Not that. doing that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Moment of truth, right there. Danny Deuces, uh, Yo. who has been on our live show, and oh boy. we may get back on here at some point. We may get backlash for what's about to come out of our mouth too. She said that two hundred to four hundred dollars is the appropriate amount of money to bring on a date for the men that you're dating, Danny. <laughs> the men that you're dating, I saw that shit. I was like, I'm not even watching this whole clip. The fuck is this? Now I'll say this: in New York City, yeah. I don't know if that's the appropriate amount, but that's you not the sh- appropriate. But you should have the. But for me, bro, the ballpark is between two to two fifty. That's the ballpark. 400 is a really Four, nice date. 400, that means that it's just not food. It's got to be something else, bro. Because if, if that's just food, bro, don't ask me what else we doing. That's that we we, <laughs> we, we did to do. We're not going out for drinks. No, nah, every- four, 400 is a really nice date. 400 bro, is lot. not the average that you should bring That's out. not average. What nah, the fuck should she talk? Nah. Bro. As a man that takes women out on dates all the time. Danny, what were you thinking when you said average? Bro. After 300, it's becoming expensive because where the fuck we going? Don't say, oh, we going to Roof Chris. Yo, if we going to Roof Chris, you're probably going to need 400 for that. You're going to need that. Yeah, if you going to catch, you going to, to. Even Budokan to an extent. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna you're need, gonna need between. You're going you're gonna to need between two, two and up. And we're not talking about just that for the date. Date plus gratuity. But then if you if you go to dinner and do something else. Oh, you're gonna need more than four hundred. You might need more. Yeah, you might need more. Yeah, you might end up spending six for the date. Because now what I'm th- now that we're really into it now, I'm thinking about it now. If the date is four hundred, we didn't just go to dinner. That's me. We didn't just go to dinner. We went to dinner, or maybe we caught a matinee 
all of that comprise of the date. Because honestly speaking, bro, if the date is just dinner and it's 400, I don't know how many times I can do that. Being honest. But that's the thing. How many times can I do that with you? The fuck? You can go to some very nice spots in the city and, and spend less than that too. Spend 200. And, and be, spend under 200. And, and and the restaurant and the vibe is beautiful. Now, granted, I would never advocate for a nigga to go outside with just 200. I wouldn't do that either. And we are on the same page. Yeah. So, because you might get your heart broken if you go outside with and, just and 200. And all you got is 200 and the bill comes up to 269. Nigga, where the, where the, nigga, where the, where the 69 come? And, and 69 is the gratuity. Gratuity. That's not even the date, nigga. Gratuity. The so, dinner was two. So, like, I would never touch. So, yeah, in New York City, I would say in Atlanta, um, um, some parts of Miami. You know I'm going to be broke this week. Next don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But, <laughs> but, like, in terms of, like, she's so she's not wrong, but she's not right. She's not wrong, but she's not right. This is what I'm going to say, too, man. We've said this already. About, date your wage. But at the same, mm. but at the same time, too. Niggas like to splurge, and it don't matter. Like I, I gotta. I'm, uh, uh, I'm just giving y'all a little sneak preview. I got. Uh, so we already here. Fuck it. This April is my last thirty for thirty poetry challenge. I'm done. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not writing anymore. Thirty for thirties. Um, and one of the poems that I'm writing on is minimum wage. And I'm going to talk about it in a very personal but also abstract way because niggas in New York City could be making minimum wage. Niggas is not doing minimum wage things. Niggas is not taking you to minimum wage spots. Niggas is not wearing minimum wage items. I could tell you that shit right now. We, in my opinion, we the only city that niggas can make minimum wage. Anybody make a minimum wage. Black, white. And we make that shit look like we not making minimum wage. Dead ass. We live, in a very, we live in a very expensive city. And I feel like because our city, our city has so much art that is untapped, music, fashion, trends, podcasts, food, drinks, the way that we want to live, yes, a lot of it is going to be beyond and above our means. But that doesn't mean that we are uh, um, also going to be feeling like we got to walk on eggshells because we see our check every week and our check is like fucking 486 and it's like, fuck, I got to pay this, I got to pay that, I got to pay rent. Niggas is going to make the cookie stretch. And I think if you got a hustler's mentality like me and the good brother XAB and even our good brother D-Flow, shout out to D-Flow, you know that when you in this city, you got to look the part even if you don't got it. You got to talk the part even if you don't know the words to say. You got to become the thing even if you don't know what the thing is. You got to be these things in this city. And I, I love how that just came out. Sounded good. Sounded good. Yeah, man, pot, we potting, bro. Yeah. But, yeah, you got to, you know, when it comes to Danny Deuces and the dating, I think the, the, the average guy in New York City, he not going to always have $400 for a date. But I feel like there's men out there that, you know, don't mind splurging, you know, because $400 to them is actually $100 to us. They're 400 is our 100. I mean, I, listen, I think that if, if she date who likes you, that's who you got to date. It's your boss. It's, it's not the monetary amount date who likes you, because if you're dating someone who likes you, if you spend $20, they're happy. 
If you spend twenty dollars and, and put on an amazing date, they're happy. If you spend a hundred and fifty, they're happy. If you spend four hundred dollars, they're happy. And if you know you're dating someone that likes you, if you're spending that amount of money, you're not gonna feel some type of way because you know that this individual appreciate appreciates you and appreciates the gesture. Right. A lot of times what we're talking about is one, and I put up a post earlier about not even building friendships with people before you date them. So you're dating random people that you don't know what their motives are. And some of them, sometimes it is a person who's just like, I'm a, I'm a get this nigga to take me on a nice date, but I'm not really that interested. And sometimes it's, yo, we just trying to figure it out. We don't know each other. I am interested, but then we end up going on this date and something happens and I'm like, oh, nope, I'm not that interested. And now the person feels used. Now they feel like, oh, you know, this is what so-and-so does. And it's like, nah. So date people that you actually like and that like you, and you won't even have to worry about the monetary. Now, on average, I would say 250 is about... I feel like 250 is that, the ballpark. The average range of like going out and somebody ends up getting a drink. Like sometimes these it, drinks cost more than the appetizers. Sometimes the drinks is like 15, 20 dollars. I, I was just saying in my head, a drinks is really 15 or 20. Depending on where you go, most places is 15 to 20 dollars. That ass. And that's so, just a drink. That's so if they the get two drinks, you get appetizers and y'all both get an entree, you're already in the yeah. 200 Absolutely. ballpark. We're already right there at 200, bro. You ready there? And if these girls want dessert, you know these girls like to eat. If these girls, these girls, I feel like these girls be coming on a date hungry. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A thousand percent. Some some have the mission. I'm not going to eat all day. Yo, yo I'm like, and I'm going to order everything lobster. And I'll be like, what are you thinking though when you don't surf eat and all turf? Day? I'm going to order the surf and turf. Because I'm going to eat before I get to the date. Like, I'm talking hours before the date. Like, I'm eating breakfast, girl. Nah, what they, you they, 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 they really do. Nah. A lot of y'all be wild. Why do you do that? Yeah, nah, somebody needs to let us know. I eat all day. Well, who that told sound you like to a you day? problem. Right. I can't wait to order. Can't wait to spend my <laughs> You can't wait to spend my money. You're broke. Get the fuck. Oh, I didn't ask to be on this date. And that's why now. <laughs> now See, this is the gaslighting right, niggas right. we talk about. And now, bro, I'm at a point where it's like, if I say to anybody, Hey, I want to see you. Or, hey, I want to catch up. Is this a date? No, it's a catch up. (laughs) You know, like, you know, like Haynes, brother. Yeah, yeah, we're we're catching up. So when I say, are we going Dutch? I don't want to hear, huh, what's that? You know what that is. We're going half right now. (laughs) Not only are we going half, just as much as I want to meet up with you and just, you know, see what's going on. The other day, I met up with one of my friends. We went Dutch. I was like, so how are we doing this? She was like, oh, yeah, we can go half. I was like, yeah, because this is not a date. Facts. Don't get it twisted. It's, 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 this is not a date. And to be honest, you hit me up first. <laughs> so you should be faithful. You actually should. You actually, actually should have said, oh, I'm actually just going to, you know, I'll, I'll show up. I should have ne- never took money out. But. We established it's not a date. Because if it was, you probably would have felt like, oh, I just took this nigga out. No. I actually brought you to this place. I brought you don't you don't even know where we, you don't even know where we at. I'm done. That <laughs> <laughs> nigga like, where are we about to go? Where <laughs> not but 
Like, honestly, though, I be feeling some type of way when it's like, I know you came here hungry. Yo. On purpose. Yo. No, I don't mind feeding you. But it's 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 always the intentionality that just bothers. It's like right. like you said, why what made you do that? Why you ain't eat breakfast? Why you ain't like you ain't right. eat all day and then you continuously tell me this on the ride there. So what are you prepping me that you about to order the wildest shit on the menu? Right. And then eat uh uh two bites and be like, I'm gonna say this for later. Motherfucker, if you don't eat this whole shit Right, like if you don't like what the fuck are we doing? Like what the fuck are we talking about? Get this shit up out of here, man. Um, all right, so we are here, politics section, we're going to try and run through this shit. Uh, politics, politics, clan shooters. Politics is really wild these days, so uh, get in and, and out of this bitch. Well, I've got some red meat for you. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. So the war in Ukraine is heating up. Yeah, we're in the we're in what week two? Feels might long. be three, and that might be this is the third week. Yeah, yeah. right now it might be the third week. Oh. Um, war in uh, Ukraine is is heating up. Uh, American reporter was killed, like we spoke about. R.I.P. Um, his family. My God, there was an actor that I think uh, was in Lion King and yes. a couple of other things. Uh-huh. He passed away. Oh, he did. Yeah, he got killed. Um, in Russia. Oh, um, oh, oh, nah. We didn't talk about this last time, but Brittany uh, Griner is stuck in Russia. Has been in jail for the last three weeks. Oh, I did um, not know that. Oh, so so basically she was captured. So uh, uh, did she surrender? No. So she wasn't fighting in the war. She apparently plays in Russia. Um, when the WNBA is in their off season. Oh yes, 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 yeah. yes. Okay, and yes. so she tried to come back. Yeah, I remember her wife was yeah. Okay, yeah, they stopped her at the airport. Mm-hmm. Said that she had hash or or some CBD oil, not right. CBD. Um, some some oils, right? Uh, some like weed or some shit right. on her. Yeah, and so she's, she's back been home safely though. No, she's she's still there. She's still there. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. She's still there, and she's facing ten years. Ten years, and no one has heard anything um, for a while now. So what the fuck? Oh, nah. Oh, they really trying to make an example. So yeah, a lot of people are saying they treating her like a prisoner of war. That's that's what they're doing. They, she's a basketball. What the? She's a basketball player. She yeah. plays bat. She plays a sport. Russia bombed pretty close to Poland, and if you aren't familiar, Poland is a NATO ally and. They've been saying for weeks now that if Russia touches any part of the allies, it's, it's up and it's, it's stuck. It's an all-out war. Um, apparently, Russia reached out to China for some military equipment, and nobody knows if China accepted the request or not, which has its own implications because, like we said, we're looking at a real-world war. China, Russia. America. Um. You got North Korea, um, and then you have some Middle Eastern countries that they said would probably band up yeah, together so, to fight so, against parts, NATO. Some, some parts of Africa too. Yeah. What I've been looking at that will that would go against uh, NATO and Uganda the US. is right there. Yeah. So 
We're looking at some real scary times, man. These next couple of months, I don't know which way, but if tensions don't cool, we are definitely looking at another global world crisis, and yeah. we just got out of one. This is the real pandemic, by the way, y'all. Like, yeah. the war, war, that's a real yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that that will do more damage. Ain't nobody than, safe from uh, yeah. nuclear bombs. Right. No vaccine is going to um save you from a bomb. I promise you that. No you know, COVID disease is going to, no, it's, it's going down. So Finland is a nation that is run uh, mainly by women, which I didn't know. Um, um, okay. This is game to me, and I love it. I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, I fuck with it. And happy Women's History Month if we have not said that all podcast month. That's a fact. Happy Women's History but Month. But that, that's dope. So just wanted to put that that information out there. Y'all could go look read, it up. Yeah, I got to read up on it. Yeah, read up on that. Yeah, we might have but, to go to Finland and shit, see how we could fucking support shit, whatever. Yeah, super dope. Um, And I think... If I'm not mistaken, I think the the head person in charge is like 35. So, super dope. You actually might be right. I f- yeah, you actually might be right. I feel like I read something like that a while back. Um, now this is weird, ridiculous, and disgusting. But a GOP candidate uh stated that he would tell his daughters to lay back and enjoy it if rape if rape was inevitable. No, there's no joke. There's no funny comment that comes after that. I don't understand how people like this get voted in to any seat, wow. any office. You would tell your daughters to lay back and enjoy it if rape was inevitable. Like there's nothing you could do to stop it. So you don't tell them to fight back. You don't tell them to ask for help. You don't en- enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy being it. violated. Key word. No pun intended. Enjoy. Okay, sir. All right, sir. I, I mean, I don't like hyperbole, but that that sounds like jail. That actually sounds like he would actually consent. Like he would be okay with it, too. I mean, he said it. These are some weird-ass niggas, man. This is some... And again, like you said, these are niggas that get voted in. Like That's the scary part, bro. Are y'all sure you know who's, who's, who, who, who's, who, who's running things? Are you sure? Like, uh, niggas gotta, like, listen to shit like this. From these candidates and still vote for them. Insane. And then be okay with it. Like, like be okay with the outcome, like the final outcome. Like, okay. Oh, well, his policies go along with mine. What the fuck? What policies got to do with what that? What policy? No policy is defend. If a policy defends that, we really living in some real trivial times, bro. Are we in some weird shit. We was already there, actually. Obama tested positive for COVID. Um, what? Obama tested positive for COVID. Um, wow. Haley Bieber also tested positive for COVID not too long yeah, ago. She's going through it, and it seems like she may be having some brain complications. Um, she had some seizures or something like that. Prayers up to her. My God, Justin, hold your head, dog. Um, China also recently locked down a city or or yeah. a town or something like that due to person, COVID. Right? Yeah, well, you said one. No, it, it was a COVID outbreak, but they were only allowing one to two people out of their house at a time. You know how serious that is, bro? Bro. It was like over the course of a few days, too. I think like... China different, though. China, honestly, China knows what to do to control the strand. I'm going to tell you that shit right now. China... No funny shit. That is probably... China is probably one of the most... Not just militant. China's probably one of the most um, structured countries that we've ever seen. We're ever going to see in this lifetime. Well, it's a dictatorship. So well, all a nigga has to say is you can't do it. There's and one you person. can't do it. And this also shows you the power of how a dict- 
of how a dictatorship can be if it's trying to control something not from not getting to the masses. Yeah, but that's also some scary amount of power. Yeah, the government I mean, could... I know a lot of people were concerned about what the government was going to do over here, but yeah. a lot of shit that... Over there? That wouldn't, the government couldn't dare do over here, they can do over there. We're not, ready, sure. we're not ready for that. So, you know, again, guys, you know, all jokes aside, China is not the one to be, oh, you're thinking everything is going to be la, 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 la when you go over there. Nigga, it's, it's, it's repercussions because they... They do shit if you get out of line, too. Well, that's what makes this whole scenario of Russia, China, and other countries banding together to fight against NATO. Basically, it's looking like dictatorships versus democracy. Oh, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And that's a scary thing because what if dictatorship wins? We're looking at a whole other type of reality for what it means to live and exist. Like, I look back at European studies... And it's like, yo, niggas really agree to being somebody surf yeah. and peasant yeah, and being at the bottom of a food chain and having a king at the top. Yeah. And was just living. But that's not too far off if a bunch of dictators get together and they're able to topple democracy, countries that follow democracy, and they take over as a superpower. They take over, they take over as a superpower. Uh, laws and all that shit not going to matter anymore. Like, at least with us... Congress has to approve for war. Yeah. So you got to go through Congress before it can even become a thing. Right. These dictatorships, you got Putin woke up one morning and said, yo, we, we in there. We what are you talking about? We out. Nah. Scary, son. Speaking of the new imperialism, I was um, listening to Earn Your Leisure. Right. And they were talking about the new way that countries are being imperialistic is they're buying other countries' debt. And so all this time we've been hearing about, you know, China owns a large part of our debt, uh-huh. other countries' debt. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing now is with that debt, they're buying land within those countries. Wow. So they're able to legally purchase instead of just going in and committing a war crime and trying to take over, which was a really interesting concept to me. It's so interesting, though, how we could still be at war, bro. You buy a country's debt, and legally, you can still buy land in that country, operating as if you in that country because you buying it, which means there's still some level of respect going on. There's still some money respect going on because it's also letting me know this is also about money. Nigga, look at gas right now, bro. I put 40 in. That shit didn't even get half a tank yet. I'm like, yo. And this is why, going back to Danny Deuces, yo, niggas ain't got 400 for dates, mama. I'm sorry. Get back to niggas in three months. That's a... Because gas, if it comes down to a date in gas, I'm dating the gas station. (laughs) Sorry. Dating the gas station. Because $100 is definitely filling up my tank these days. And And this is why, this is why, like, there's a lot... It's horrible. People often talk about, like, yo, men don't appreciate what goes... That what women go through to... Get ready for a date. Oh, I hate this fucking argument. But do y'all really realize what niggas go through? What we got to go through when we have vehicles. Tank of gas. Right now, that could cost up to $75 if you got premium. Just to fill it up. Then you paying for the date. I'm paying for the date. I'm paying to get fly. I'm getting a $30, $35 haircut at best. And I know you ladies pay more, but what I'm saying is that we, 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 we pay money too to... 
We pay money too to buy into the We're idea both investing in this date. Right. We both are bringing our best selves to the table. Hopefully a lot of y'all are. So it's like it, until we get to the mind space where we appreciate what the other person is doing when they're bringing their best self to the date, if we're just focused on, oh, this nigga better spend this amount of money on me or, oh, this chick better try and spread her legs after, when those are the goals, that's why we we come to these conclusions of feeling unappreciated. But why is it that, uh, we've said it before, why is it that money is always, it's like it's like in any of these situations, bro, Money is always victorious. Money always comes out to be the winner. Not what the experience is at the date, hearing the person talk, the inflection in their voice, opening the door for them, pulling out the chair for them, pulling, uh, pu- pushing in the chair for Simply them. Simply put, character. Yeah. Why is character no longer at the forefront character in today's day no and age? no longer at the forefront, bro. It's like, yo, I could be anybody at the date but myself. But myself. Let my money talk for me, though. Yeah. Let this champagne bottle we about to get talk for me, though. You, in some cases, you could be an asshole if you got the money. What are we even talking about right now, bro? You could be a dickhead if you got the money. You could, you could play the waiter, make that person feel low. Now, I'm not saying that they're, everybody would, would, pre, like, right. would, would take that. Right. A lot of women, I know for certain, will walk out on a date if they feel like a nigga is doing too much. Right. Not right. saying that at all. Right. But what I am saying is there are also some people who as long as you got the money, right. they'll stay. They they will. Totally disagree with every single one of your actions, but they'll stay. Right. They're like, oh, I'm going to stay until this date is over, but I'm staying. Might give you a second one. Might give you a second one. Wow. But the nigga who might take you to Applebee's but the whole time is super courteous. The nigga took me to Applebee's. Trying to, you know, trying to let you know, like, the, the date is fun. The guy has opened up. He opened you up. You guys have amazing comp- conversation. Like you said, the first thing when you get back home, when your girls ask you, so where he took you, girl? This nigga took me to Applebee's. And it's so crazy. It's like, yo, why are you putting so much energy into the motherfucking venue when you need to be putting that energy into the motherfucking date at the venue? Right. Not, not how... Where the fuck we went? I told you that this is where we going. And if you really didn't like where we was going before we got there, you should have said something like, uh, I'm not really a big fan of Red Lobster. I'm not really a big fan of Apple. Yeah, Beast, like huh? my time. People don't even ask now, how was your time on the date? No. It's where, where you did, went. Where did you go? What you ordered, bitch? What he ordered? How much money was the uh was the bill? How how he looked when the bill got to the table? His car got declined? Oh shit! How many cars he pulled out? That nigga broke. <laughs> like y'all Yo, be ready. That clip broke was crazy. Me. <laughs> that that clip was crazy. <laughs> y'all be ready to, to y'all have be ready a nigga to scream broke. Like goddamn, like a nigga ain't spending money. But you ain't come out the house with no money though. No, and some of them don't. Moving on. See, that's another thing. Yeah. Um, we in politics. We right, ain't, yeah, we ain't so, in gender sorry, wars. We, we kind of yeah, yeah, we, we uh, drift a little. We, we we bringing it back though. So oh, I really hope Obama gets better though, if he's experiencing any type of symptoms. He said uh, a runny nose or something like that. Okay, so runny, he should runny, be right. not that bad. He should be okay. Um, for those of you who keep calling for Big T, claiming that y'all want Big T to come back, I want you to hear from someone in his administration, and then we out here. <laughs> in the book, you write about the president and his temperament, which you think is you suggest is disqualifying. Did those outbursts ever cause you to question his fitness for office or his stability? 
No, and, and I didn't consider them uh, disqualifying. Uh, you know, I supported his policies. I was very conscious of his uh, personal failings, especially his pettiness and his his temper when he's not getting his way, his disposition to listen to what, you know, want to hear what, what he wants to hear. Uh, but up until the election, I felt that if you had strong cabinet secretaries who were willing to do battle, you could keep things on track. And I personally felt uh, that we did a pretty good job of that. But after the election, um, I, there was no, he just went off the rails. He wasn't listening to any of his normal advisors. He was listening to this coterie of people who were telling him that he lost the election. This is not the only time in the. Um, boy. We was about five seconds away from losing a democracy. I just want y'all to know that. I just want y'all to know that. <laughs> y'all, y'all really thought like there was people that was keeping this man in check. And as you could just, as you just heard, you can clearly hear that was not happening behind the scenes. No. Once he found out he lost, he was trying to do everything. I so I got to understand, too. I think Donald Trump is probably one of, if not the only president in the history of the presidency that has put more people in jail than he's actually taken out. And he's and he's freed a lot of people and given, you know, um, what do you call this thing? Uh, pardons. Pardons and shit. But he's he's put he and he's put a lot of his administration behind bars. Like yo, this guy is a when he was leaving, he became a savage. He really he really he really became the thing that we was like, oh, we told you that's what he was, and then he showed you like I am that guy. Fuck y'all. Yeah, this nigga going to jail. This nigga going to jail. Oh, this nigga. At, oh, this nigga talking about me now. This nigga's going. To, he basically was pulling Kanye stunts. What's the tough knot, broski? In life. Everything that glitters is not gold. What would dad say? I would say that there's always light at the end of the tunnel, even when you can't see it. Um, so for those who may be feeling like they're holding on by just an inch, keep holding on. Superman won't come to save you. Nah. But I strongly believe you'll find the strength within yourself to, to get to the top of that ledge. Another episode of that has some bow ties.